All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the third episode of the Studs and the Stooges. I was keeping this episode waiting for the Jake Paul versus Paul Askren fight for a reason. I just, I just witnessed a first round knockdown by Jake Paul, who's a YouTuber who's been doing this for a very long time, has over 20 million followers on um, Instagram, YouTube, so he's a big deal, big deal. And then there's Ben Askren, a UFC fighter who's been doing this for over 20 years. He's a wrestler, not a boxer, but this was his first official boxing match. And the ref just waved it off. Ben Askren, he gets knocked down by a YouTuber and it gets waved off. It's rigged. It's gotta be rigged. There's no way, Vegas, the Vegas odds were in Jake's favor, of course. You know, um, Askren didn't have the, the punching power or anything, anything like that in that sort of and so in that sort of way, you know, he's a wrestler. He could take you down, you know, mess you up a little bit. But that was BS, that match. Match was complete BS. Wouldn't be surprised if it was completely rigged. You know, the, the mafioso could be in it. You never know. You never know at a, at a point at a point in time like this. But it's just BS. I watched it. Uh, the fight before, I don't know the, the two fighters' names, but um, one of them, I think he's a lightweight champion, both fighting at 140 pounds. And, um, the guy gets hit in, ri- in the ribs and the ref stopped it. He gave him five minutes, five minutes to relax. And he didn't come back, but Ben gets knocked down. He gets up in three seconds, maybe less three seconds, you know, stumbles on his, on his feet a little bit. He's like, Oh, Oh, cause he got hit hard. No doubt about that. No doubt about it. But I, I don't understand. I don't understand how that happened, how he just immediately got waved off like that. that. That fight was not fair whatsoever. It was so biased. I wouldn't be surprised if Jake paid for the entire event himself. Wouldn't even be surprised. You can respect him for the knockdown, but absolutely no way, no way in hell was that not rigged. It had to be. There's no way. I've been waiting about two months for this fight. I uh, got to learn about Asker and his accolades. You know, he went to the Olympics. He, he, he's a real fighter. He's done it. He's done it before. And here at the Stas and the Stooges, we, we, we like to keep a lock on the new UFC fighters and all that. Love watching that. But in terms of the promotion, they made millions. Snoop Dogg, very famous rapper, bet two million on Jake Paul against Dana White, the president of the UFC. Hey, he made some money there. No doubt about it. But that fight is unacceptable. And they need to run it back. It's going to double in numbers now. Because it, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair at all. He got knocked down, which is fine. Can't take credit away from Jake from that. But still, it doesn't make sense. He gets knocked down and he gets up. Immediately. Immediately, and he takes two steps, he's wobbling, and he feels good. He's back at it, and he's ready. And then literally maybe a minute later when they're announcing Jake is a winner, he's walking fine. He's, he's stepping, he's, 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 he's looking good. He's not looking bad at all. He's, he's doing a great job. But just, just the fact that Jake won that on a ref's decision in the first round, in a minute and 20 seconds, I think. He won that because of a ref. 
a ref literally gave him the win, handed it to him, and he just he got hit in the face maybe two or three times. And I think honestly, if Askren played a little bit smarter and kept his hands up, they would have won. He would have won it. No more Jake Paul thinking he's a real fighter. Now it's it's even bigger now. Because now he thinks he's the biggest thing in the world when he fought a, a wrestler, not a real striker or any of that, or just a boxer in general. But you, you never know. And then there's another YouTuber called KSI who um who fought his older brother, Logan, who's who's bigger than Jake, but a little controversy back in the day about him and all that. But the amount of money these guys have made, I think on their first boxing match, when it was uh, Jake versus KSI, I think they made like over like $20 million because how big it was. I could be wrong there. I could be pushing the numbers up a little bit, but it was up in the 10s and the 20s for sure. It's huge. It's huge. This YouTuber boxing thing, there's, there's a thing with famous TikTokers. Nobody really cares about them, but TikTokers versus YouTubers, which is the corniest thing in the world. Here at the studs, we don't like that. Complete BS, you know, who, who likes that stuff? What, 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 do you, what am I, a 12-year-old girl? I, I don't want to listen to that. It's trash. It's trash. Garbage. Gar garbajo. Garbajo. Kick that that stuff in the trash. Nobody wants to see that. But Jake, he's actually shown himself, shown himself to the world that he's an actual fighter, and then he can throw, he can actually throw hands, which is respectable. But time and time again, except the Nate Robinson fight where he absolutely destroyed this guy. Memes were made. All of that. He was out. He was out. He knocked Nate Robinson down three or four times, and Nate still got up. They still let him continue. We need that rep for Ben Askren. Ben Askren would have wiped the floor with Jake. I don't care. He would have, he would have won, slowed Jake down. We need an actual fighter over here, man. We need an actual fighter. It's at, I might have to hop in the ring. Studs and the Stooges might have to hop in the ring, all right? Barstool Sports needs to sponsor me, and I will hop in that ring. ASAP. Let's go, baby. See you later. Studs and the Stooges. Great to see you. Great to listen. Let's go. Um, today, I just want to talk about sports in general. Like, with all this COVID and all this, like, the Toronto Raptors got moved to Florida. I'm just going straight into it right now, baby. Let's go. My, my hometown team, I'm not from Toronto, but it's a Canadian team, and I, I will live and die for that team. They're all the way out in Florida, and they suck right now. They're terrible. Because what happened? We didn't get a center. During the trade line, during the, the trade line we traded Matt Thomas and Terrence Davis Jr. We could have gotten a big for that, and we didn't. And now we're absolutely screwed when it comes to our marketing and our wins and merchandise. Because who wants uh, the, the viewership's going to be down because we absolutely suck right now. We should at least be like a fourth or a fifth seed right now. But we're not. We're not. We absolutely stink. It's the shittiest thing ever. My bad for swearing. But moving on. With all that happening, we got teams like the Celtics. The Knicks, the Knicks are good. Think about how well the marketing strategy, the owner of the Knicks, Jim Dolan, I think, Mark Dolan, made something, something in those lines. Terrible owner, terrible, terrible, absolutely horrid of an owner. But they're getting it done this year. 
It's unbelievable. So the Knicks, you can watch the Knicks now, which is incredible. They, they've stunk for the last 12 years, at least. When they had Carmelo, of course, jersey sales and all that, did, complete, did well, of course. Of course they did well. And they had J.R. Smith. Who, who doesn't like Henny Smith? Henny Smith Jr. Absolutely. Here at the Studs, we like to talk about the standings, what, what's going on. Like, just in terms of just, just the NBA, which I follow pretty hard. Not recently, but I'm very um, intent on what's going on. During the trade line, like I said, the Raptors did absolutely nothing. We got second round picks for quality guys. It was terrible. What are we going to do? Via marketing, we're going to stink for the next two or three years. Unless we get a good pick. It's terrible. It's it's terrible. I can't believe it. It's the worst thing ever. And with the NBA season and COVID and just how the salary cap has just reduced, it's terrible. And then we had to pay Fred Van Vliet something 20 mil over the next three or four years. It was not worth it at all. He's a quality guy. Could be like a one-time all-star maybe one day. But he's just not it. He's not it for us. And Pascal, he stinks this season. Let's be real. He stinks. It's terrible. Now, jersey sales. If I pull up jersey sales right now, he's somewhere in the top 20. I, I No, no, that's a lie. Not in the top 20s, but he's somewhere in the top 40, top 50. So that's decent. We love that. We love that. We love the marketing. But we stink. What can we do? What can we do to, to get better, to be better? It's just not happening. I hate it. It's, it's heartbreaking right now. It's heart-wrenching. And it, when we've got teams that have stunk for so long, and we've been a good team for the past 10 years, very solid, top seed team, and then we, get, we lose Sergi Baca, we lose Marcus Saul, and it just all goes. It just it it just it's just terrible. I can't believe it. And here at the Studs and the Stooges, we believe in opportunity. We believe in it. We believe in in wisdom. We believe in 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 um success. But it's not happening for us right now, and with with um arenas just not being packed the same is nba basketball really going to be the same is especially for all sports you know there's like attendance of like a hundred people at most like it's it's not a good feeling you know and you know the casual nba fans you know they they might not like it they might just be like oh i give up especially since lebron's getting old that's their biggest that's their biggest money maker in the league right now besides Luka, Luka Doncic, absolute stud. We love the studs over here. Great guy. Great European guy. Absolutely fantastic at basketball, but LeBron's 37. What happens when LeBron leaves is the problem. What are we going to do? Or what is the NBA going to do? Now personally, over here at the studs I don't like LeBron, but I respect him. I respect what he does, and I respect the money he's made. 
He's worth over $500 million. He's going to be a billionaire in the next 10 years. And he's just doing a Space Jam movie. Think about the sales, merchandise, the hype. Although you can't go to the movie theaters, so it's not the same. doesn't feel the same. But it the impact of the first the first movie with Michael Jordan was incredible still talked about to this day so with new CGI with all the new graphics all that i think it's going to be pretty good obviously i don't like lebron but i think it's going to be pretty good all right that wraps up the studs and the stooges podcast thank you for listening be a stud be a stooge i'm out All right, all right. Welcome to the Studs and the Stooges podcast. Happy to be here. The one and only Stud is here. Uh, today we're we're talking about the NFL and uh, just trades and all that. You know, can't complain. Right now, um, over the past two days, we had the Sam Darnold trade. Recently, got traded from the New York Jets to the Carolina Panthers. Now, we all know the, the Jets franchise is absolute trash, absolute garbage. Nothing good comes from there. But, you know, Sam Darnold, it's kind of like the diamond in the rough a little bit, you know. It's pretty solid. He got traded for a second, a third, and a sixth-round pick, if I believe so. But, um, yeah, I think this is a huge dub for Carolina. Because they didn't really have a, a quarterback. They had Teddy Bridgewater, who's who's all right. You know, he's, he can sling it. He can sling it a little bit, but he, he's not the guy. But Sam Darnold, he's 23. can sling it. He's kind of a beast. wouldn't say he's a stud yet, but... Yeah, he's not, he's not in stud category right now. But maybe eventually in the future he could be a stud, but not right now. And, uh, well... Carolina's record last year was four and eleven. Adding Sam Darnold, I guarantee you they're gonna add on three more wins there. Maybe maybe get another one. Maybe maybe get four. Possible playoff team. You never know. But it's Carolina. Kind of stink right now. They got Christian McCaffrey, who's a very marketable guy. You know, big standout guy. You know, does a bunch of commercials and all that. You know, and he's got. Well, it's somewhat over 2 million, maybe a million followers on Instagram right now. And it's kind of rare for uh, for um, a running back in the NFL to have that. So they, they got one of the best guys in the league over there, which is huge because, you know, NFL players, they're not like NBA players, you know. Their, their Instagram accounts are just, they're a lot smaller and they're not as big, you know, not as popular. There's 52 guys uh, compared to 15 guys on a roster in the NBA. So so it's a little more difficult to get your name out there. So it's respectable when a guy like that um, has been able to, to build his brand, which I like. He's a stud, though. He's a stud and the stooge at the exact same time. So we respect that. Big big king over there. You feel me? Um, What, what else is going on in, in the NFL right now? I mean, we, we got every – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're running it back. They got all their starters, all 22 back. We don't we don't like Tom Brady over here, but we respect him, just like LeBron James. They are studs, but we do not 
qualify them as the studs. I'm a little tired right now because, you know, I've barely slept, so energy's not as high right now. But next next episode, I, I got it. We're, we're, we're in, we're in fully, we're, we're ready to go, but just kind of filming this right now. Um, shit, uh, trying to think, what, what, what else can I talk about right now in the NFL that's going on? Oh yeah, Matthew Stafford, um, got traded from the absolute dumpster of an NFL franchise in the Detroit Lions. Terrible fucking, oh, 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 caught myself there, caught myself, terrible franchise, doo-doo, doo-doo on a a stick, pretty much, who would want to play there, except they had Megatron, absolute stud, but, um, he's, he's on the Rams now, like, they could legit contend for, for a Super Bowl. With Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey on the defensive end, like I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 stud category over there, and since he's in LA, he's he's more marketable, he's more profitable. He's got a massive contract, so that kind of screwed the the team over a little bit. Get some nice solid role players with them, but I, other than that, you know, they're they're solid, like solid team. Uh, solid coach, can't complain. They had Jared Goff, absolute joke. You know, looks like a guy from Subway Surfers. You feel me? You know, buddy was absolutely nothing. First overall pick, I think. You know, amounted to absolutely nothing. Went to a Super Bowl. They scored three points. Kind of, kind of garbage. You feel me? Not a stud. He's in Detroit for a reason. They're rebuilding. Don't have to talk about him ever again. You feel me? But. I'm I'm excited for the NFL season more than I am of the current NBA season. It's kind of dry, you know. We have, we have the Brooklyn Nets right now that I don't know. They they have to be working with the mafia. So right now, you feel me? They have all those players on there, and they're getting a little extra bread, you know, outside. And then, well, we all know the NBA is rigged, so I don't know, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens at the end of the year. It's going to be Lakers, Brooklyn Nets, no matter what happens. All right. I'm filming this on very little sleep, but the the stud came out and he performed at a 60%, but glad to be out here and I'm out. Thank you.